0: Hey, how you folks doing? This is episode 18 of our mini-series that we've been doing for the Tulsa Music Awards Finalist Showcase. We recorded this episode a couple weeks ago, and now we've just gotten recent news that uh, due to the concerns of COVID-19, the awards show will be postponed until June 13th. It will still be at Canes Ballroom, and all tickets that have already been sold will still be honored in June. Just want to give you a heads up that me and Roger Seago III sit down in this episode and talk about the pre and post show, which some of those details may change when we get to that later date, but everything else will remain the same. And in this episode, you're going to hear a breakdown of all the artists and all the uh, venues and everything involved in this Tulsa Music Awards show. So if you have any questions, you can always contact us at podcast at gmail.com and enjoy the show. Yeah,
1: we're sitting at a green
2: Hey everybody, this is Roger Segoe of the We Are Tulsa Music podcast and the Tulsa Music Awards today. And I am in the studio one more time with Justin Lloyd. Hey. And we are going to go over the rest of the finalists that we didn't get covered in the podcast before. And there is a reason we are doing that. And what is that reason, Justin? Well, um...
0: Let's start over a little. The, the last several shows we've done, starting with episode 11, were part of a, this special mini-series where we showcased music from almost all the finalists for the third annual Oil Fire Tulsa Music Awards. Now, the reason we didn't do all of the finalists in that showcasing is because, um, for instance, some of the categories like small venue and big venue of the year, it's not like we could throw some music to that. So, right. <laughs> um, and same thing goes with music video of the year. We wanted people to actually go out and look, check out those music videos because you're kind of voting on whether or not those are good quality and, and you know, just whatever comes along with, with your decision on that. So Yeah, and it get some more clicks on their YouTube. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we just want to uh, talk about the award show in general and then break down all of the finalists in every category.
2: That way we can give everybody some representation, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, I know people always have some frequently asked questions about the awards, and I'm going to go ahead and start with those before we move on to the finalists. Okay. So, the first thing people ask is, how do we pick the nominees for the awards? Now, whether you believe it or not, we don't pick anything. We ask the public to put in nominations through an online system, through a SurveyMonkey, which is very secure and pretty good to keep from cheating. Yeah. Um, But we asked people to put those on a nomination form, and this year we had a five nomination requirement, because in the past we've just done it uh, one nomination year in, and there's nothing wrong with that. The thing that happens, though, is anybody who's played once in the year or twice in the year Mm -hmm. gets put on that form. Right. And then we had... just tons of people in a category different nominees (laughs) right yeah and there's not again there's nothing wrong with that the idea of this is to spread the word about our artists here but so we had to add you know five nominations and you had to have so many performances in the year Mm -hmm. it's hard to play once a year and be artist of the year in anything right right so we put those requirements in Um, And so we don't pick anybody. Everybody that you saw in the original nomination form was from you, the public. You guys put them there. And they were all voted in back in November, right? Yes. Yeah, there was a first round of voting. That was the nominee voting. And then we took the top five from each of those categories and put them in the finals categories. Again, we don't pick. It was all based on the public's vote. And so um, since it's still
0: in March, you can still get on TulsaMusicAwards.com and vote for those top five finalists in each category. Um, I, we do urge you to go back and listen to the other podcasts we've done, this mini-series, so you can get an idea of what the bands sound like up against each other. And we haven't mentioned this yet, but uh, if you haven't heard or don't know, the third annual Oil Fire Tulsa Music Awards show this year is happening at Kane's Ballroom on April 11th. There's still tickets available for that. Uh, we don't know how much longer because the show's only a couple weeks out from now, so make sure you get your tickets. And I did want to ask you, Sego are, are people expected to dress a certain way? Is there a dress code since this isn't an award show?
2: No, it, there's not a real dress code. We're not, I mean, we don't have anything we enforce. Um, obviously, showing up in clothes is a good idea. Uh-huh. Um, our canes might escort you out. Yep, you but need pants. You do okay. need pants. Pants are required. But in the past, we've had some really cool outfits. Um, you guys with the Normandies last year showed up all in matching tuxedo shirts. Right, right. And uh, that was funny because. A, tuxedo shirt. Uh, Mm -hmm. B, you guys are a punk band, so it was very cool to see you guys do something to kind of play off that. Um, Yeah,
0: I remember the first year, weren't there some guys that dressed up in, like, panda costumes?
2: Yeah, there was a panda and a bear. Okay, yeah. And uh, they were actually part of a uh, studio. I think it was Simpson Studios. If I'm wrong, guys, I'm sorry. But I believe it was Simpson Studios that dressed up like that uh, because they were finalists that night. Uh, We've had pirates from Pirate Band. We've had uh, metalheads dress up in almost what looks like Marilyn Manson's entourage coming in there it was really cool Uh, the cowboys have their cowboy hats on so, it's, and there's a lot of people dressed like they're going to the Grammys with uh,
0: really nice clothes on tuxedos and dresses yes and um, don't you guys have a setup to where if you go to somewhere in town they offer you a discount on a tuxedo rental
2: yes uh, men's warehouse right now okay um, is that still going on can it, people still go there yes um, I know there's a certain cutoff they'll have because they can only get the tuxedos in so quickly right so if you are planning on going or you already have your ticket and you want something nice to wear and don't have anything in your closet mm-hmm. men's warehouse at 71st they will get you a tuxedo rental with a discount if you go there. Cool. And while we're talking about sponsors, um, I know you wanted to talk about the other main sponsor for the award show. So what are they all about? Oil Fire. They are a whiskey. If you haven't had it, it's delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Yeah, I know uh, Justin over here is a, a whiskey drinker, and as am I. Am. I. Mm-hmm. So um, they sponsor all kinds of cool stuff, honestly. Uh, we were super happy that they you know, saw our vision and wanted to be a part of that. Uh, but they've recently just had some uh, of the i don't know if you call them sprint cars or whatever at the chili bowl yeah so they they've sponsored like two drivers for that they have a nascar they have a i mean i know i'm, I'm naming like a lot of corporate things but they've also uh, sponsored some of our musicians from here in tulsa to go on tours and to record albums um okay i know miles williams and cj garten are two of their guys that they have uh recently sponsored so they're also you know Trying to get in the music scene and show uh, Tulsa that they support their local artists. Cool. So super happy to have them on. Uh, The show would not be possible without them at all. So if you haven't already done it, I know I went and invited a bunch of people to it, but go give Oil Fire's page a like. I mean, they're doing a lot for Tulsa's music scene, so we want to show our love back to them.
0: Yeah, thank you to Oil Fire. And a couple other things we wanted to bring up. Is um the show is all ages correct?
2: Yes, um so. the pre and after party are not because um, the Hunt Club and Inner Circle have to you know keep their liquor licenses, but uh, the Canes is going to be all ages and you know I I would encourage you to bring your kids for a few reasons. One, it'll introduce them to local music early on, and I know from playing local music myself that kids love actually love doing that stuff. Yeah, uh, I know parents you know might think that taking their kid to a show will be boring, especially if it's not a big band they know, but some of our biggest fans in the crowd when we're playing live are the kids, mm-hmm. and another treat for your kids and maybe to inspire them to pick up an instrument and start doing it themselves is the School of Rock from Tulsa Broken Arrow will be playing on the side stage area of the Canes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wish that was an opportunity I had when I was a kid. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it'll be really cool. The School of Rock will be playing from the moment the doors open at the Canes till about six thirty, and it'll be their chance to show off what they can do.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and speaking of uh, live performances, we so you got. A few bands playing live songs in between. Uh, whenever you're you're showcasing, you know who won each category. Correct? Yeah, and
2: that's something we've done since year one. We'll give away about six, maybe seven awards. Uh, we'll actually have programs again this year to help everybody keep track of where we're at. Yeah. But we've got uh, plenty of great artists. We've got the Odyssey. Okay. Follow the Buzzards. We got Cuddy Forever. We got South of Vertical. We've got uh, Jimmy Blythe and the Diversion closing it out. We've got Full Flavor Kings and when the clock strikes right? and when the clock strikes yeah. yeah how could you forget those guys you, you had to say it because you're the punk guy yeah and uh, and i love them
0: but uh <laughs> but yeah no that's gonna be cool because there's such a wide genre mix of of bands i mean none of those bands are the same genre are they no absolutely not yeah, that's uh, awesome
2: the odyssey are a very flowy rock band yeah. uh, of course you guys have heard the song green light on these podcasts which is them they're very flowy um when the Clock Strikes, obviously pop punk. Yeah, A lot of fun. High energy. Again, your kids will love that. Yeah. Fall of the Buzzards have kind of an old school rock and roll with a little modern twist on it. Right. Uh, they play all kinds of styles of rock and roll. Rockabilly. Mm-hmm. Classic rock. A little bit of punk here or there. Yeah. Um, South of Vertical is a cover band. Um, this is the first year we've done a cover band at the awards, but s- last year was the first year we had it as a category. Yeah. So we shot. We thought we showed some love to the cover bands in Tulsa by at least putting one of them up on Kane's stage during this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuddy is hip hop, straight hip hop. Guys yeah. great at it. We also have Full Flavor Kings, which you know is kind of a staple in Tulsa now. Uh, former award winners at the Tulsa Music Awards. Yeah. These guys are everything that is awesome about funk and R and B. And then of course you have Jimmy Blythe and the Diversion, uh, that is a country band. Cool, yeah,
0: that's gonna be awesome. All those, all those different genres together, and uh, it's a great. Usually, you know, when you go to show, you're waiting for bands to set up and break down, but the way you guys got this um, set up is perfect, you
2: know. Throw
0: a couple awards in between the uh, artists playing, and there's no downtime at all, so. No,
2: and one thing one thing I'm pretty happy about this year is the very last one, the very last performance, which is Jimmy Vlice and the Diversion. They actually have a singer from another band in Tulsa coming up with them on stage that night. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Sweet Randy Love from Sweet Randy Love and the Love Thing Band. Okay, yeah. She will be joining them on stage. Um, that's something we'd like to incorporate in future awards, mm-hmm. and so we thought we'd give it a shot this year by having a little mix mash of two different bands up on stage at the same time. That's awesome. So that's the show itself, and that's how it's going down around uh,
0: doors open, what, 630? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, doors open at 6, show at 7. Yep. But what's happening before and after the show? I know you guys have a lot of other stuff planned for that day.
2: Yeah, so uh, before the show over at Hunt Club, which is just down the street, uh, remember everybody, this is going to be a high-traffic event, so make sure that you park somewhere good, yeah. and if you want to, get there early, mm-hmm. uh, which is why you should go to the pre-party that starts at 3 over at the Hunt Club. We're going to have some artists over there playing as well before we get started. Uh, you'll have Colin Babb, you'll have Andrew Live, you'll have the duo of Jake Dement and Jacob Flint, and then we'll have the band All For More playing finally at the uh, Hunt Club that day. Cool. And so that'll be a good party. The uh, pre-parties have always been a hit. We've always had a good time. Yeah. Uh, cool thing about the Hunt Club is obviously you can drink there because mm-hmm. it's 21 and up. But they also have food. Yeah. So And they just installed the new kitchen by Massa. Ooh. So yeah, some really good food there. Now, I'd liked their food before. Haven't got to try it with the new stuff. I intend on doing it that day for sure. Yeah. So uh, if you don't have a chance to go and grab a bite to eat before you go to the awards, you can at least do it there. Cool. And what's going on after the after the award show? And then after the award show, we have the after party over at Inner Circle Vodka Bar. Uh, that is going to be a jam. It's an open jam, straight open jam. Uh, we thought, what could be more fun or possibly lead to cooler stuff? Because back in the day, you know, all these artists used to jam with each other and they made the Tulsa sound, right? Mm-hmm. So we thought, what would be cooler than having a jam afterwards, where you might have the possibility of somebody like Jacob Flint on stage with a drummer from a funk band yeah and uh you know like steven on lead guitar from when the clock strikes and you just have four or five different people of different genres and they all know how to play one song for sure that'd be fun or they just get up there and jam and start doing their own thing so that was our idea behind that uh gotta give shout outs to the sponsors of both of those by the way really quick uh the transporter of tulsa is responsible for putting on the uh pre-party at the hunt club so i want to thank those guys a lot if you are a biker and you uh, go out and have a little too much to drink that night, call the Transporter of Tulsa. They'll come pick you up, take your bike home, and take you home. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, Route 66 Arts and Entertainment, they are going to be the sponsor of the after party over at Inner Circle.
0: Very cool. Can't wait to see um, a bunch of people at those parties. Alright, let's skip down to, let's run through all the categories. Um, The Public Has Spoken, and we've got five nominees in each category. These are all in random order, we're just reading them off the website. So, go ahead and start us out, Seager.
2: Yeah, so for New Artist of the Year, we had Aaron Michaels, Cherokee Rose, Gypsy Store Troubadours, Morningstar, and Michaela Kilgore. In the Rock Alternative Artist of the Year category, we had Travis Bond and the Rebel Souls, Cliff Diver, Weston Horn and the Hush, Grind, and Fist of Rage. Five very different, unique bands in that category for rock alternative. Mm-hmm. For Metal Artist of the Year, we had Alter Blood, Citadels, 13 Minutes, Down for Five, and Driver. In Punk Artist of the Year, we had The Penny Mob, The Normandies, When the Clock Strikes, A New Life, and Peace of Mind. For Pop Artist, we had Lindsay Ray, Morgan Gannam, Stars Go Dim, Good Villains, and Future Ghost. In Country Artist of the Year, we had Travis Kidd, Alaska and Maddie, Jacob Tovar, Mike Barham and the Honky Tonk Prophets, and Casey West. In Heartland Artist of the Year, which is a mishmash of bluegrass, folk, and Americana, we had Whiskey Poet Society, Gypsy Store Troubadours, Desi and Cody, and then there were two, and Zach Wenzel. In Blues Artist of the Year, we had Harley Ham, the 29th Street Band, Three Cat Clem, wanda watson band and paul benjamin band in jazz artists of the year we had cherokee rose grady nichols count tutu braylon deadman and velvet in the r&b soul artist of the year category we had full flavor kings brand J, darren Zwalk, nightingale and jay friday in christian gospel artist of the year we had darren Zwalk, aaron michaels stars go dim new kings and Spring Street. In the Hip Hop Rap Artist of the Year category, we had Bambi, Cuddy Forever, J-Lock, Had Enough, and Alan Doyle. And let me take over a couple here. Yeah. Uh,
0: acoustic Solo Artist of the Year. We had Travis Kidd, Boone Mendenhall, Casey West, Brandon Clark, Aaron Kill. Uh, breakout Artist of the Year. We had Cliff Diver, Fist of Rage, Spring Street, Driver, and BC in the Big Rig also known as Brandon Clark. We had the Home Away From Home Award is Melissa Hembray, Kalo, Judge Parker, Catlock, and Hosty. Now, all of those bands we, um, and, and artists we played in all the other podcasts in this miniseries. I say all of them. There was a couple here and there we weren't able to, to find music on, but most of those we were able to. So now we want to talk to you about all the other nominees that we have for the other categories that uh, we didn't play music for, and starting with like Tribute slash Cover Artist of the Year, we didn't want to just play a bunch of cover songs back-to-back. But for the nominees on that, we've got Dead Metal Society, Zodiac, 1994, Usual Suspects, and Johnny Duke and Shootout. And then um, you want to jump
2: into the venues and everything like that we have? Yeah, let's talk about some of these venues because we've been to most of these. Yeah. Um, you know, for Small Venue of the Year, you had Badass Renee's, Cimarron Bar, Mercury Lounge max's garage and the hunt club and i can probably say out of five of those i've been to four and yep. i intend on going to max's garage now um <laughs> but all of these venues that you know i've seen have hosted some great local music some great shows um i've been lucky to play at as a band three of these yeah um never made it on the mercury lounge stage one of these days when we grow up we'll get to go there uh-huh uh, but these are all great venues. Uh, make sure you like their pages, and make sure you go uh, go out to some of the shows at these places. You'll be really surprised, I think, if you don't follow local music that much. For midsize venue of the year, you've got Vanguard, the Venue Shrine, the Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame, Westbound Club, and IDL Ballroom. Um, now, for midsize venue of the year, the rule for that was it had to be over 500, but less than 1,000 in capacity. Okay. So, um... You've got some really, really good stuff on here. Um, I know I've seen a lot of great shows at all of these, except the Jazz Hall of Fame. And it's not that they haven't thrown some good ones there. I've also seen some really good shows there that were sold out before I could even get a ticket. (laughs) So um, really good shows at all these places. Make sure you check them out. And then finally, large venue of the year. Uh, These are the places you would expect to see on this list for sure. Uh, Kane's Ballroom, the BOK Center, Gathering Place, brady theater and the joint at hard rock casino and um uh, kind of surprised in the last two years we haven't seen more of a casino battle here because if you live in tulsa you know that uh river spirit and the hard rock casino are always trying to one-up each other right. on who they bring to town <laughs> yeah so um great venues there to go and check out some really big shows
0: at and speaking of shows let's jump into some of these um we actually have some categories that are
2: shows and jam night of the year um you want to jump into those sure yeah if you guys are big jammers and you like to go out and either listen to jams or participate here's uh five of them that made the finalists that are really good to go to you've got the jazz jam at oklahoma jazz hall of fame this typically takes place on tuesdays every tuesday uh you've got the sunday night thing at the colony uh the colony is an iconic little place here in tulsa and they do a great sunday night jam You've got the open mic at Gypsy Coffee House. I cannot honestly tell you if I can remember what day that is, but if you look up Gypsy Coffee House on Facebook, their open mics are always posted on there. So go check that out. Uh, you've got the semi Sunday jam, which happens at the Cimarron Bar. I've seen a lot of great country and Americana guys go through there and do some jams there. And then Wednesday uh, Wednesday jam at Westbound Club. They do an open mic there every Wednesday night. Uh, you get to play with Johnny Duke and the shootout, basically, on stage. And uh, you can join in wherever you want. If you want to play bass, you want to play drums, you want to sing. That's that's what you do there. So those are your finalists for Jam Night of the Year. And then
0: uh, we'll move over to Concert Slash Event of the Year.
2: Yeah, um, this one's a fun category. There were four ones that were put on by pretty big corporate events. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you've got one that made it into the running as a local show, so that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so the concert slash events of the year were Octoberfest, Mayfest, Battle of the the uh, Battle of the Bands at Cane's Ballroom. Uh, that was put on by Cane's um, and the Eastern Oklahoma Food Fu- Community Food Bank of Eastern Oklahoma, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had 80s Prom at Cane's, and then you had Cliff Divers at Your Own Risk album release party at the uh, Vanguard. Yeah, that was a big show, from what I heard. It was. I actually got to attend that one. It was a sold out Vanguard. The energy in the room was good, so it was nice to see it uh, on the list, stacking up with some of the bigger, big, big shows in mm-hmm. Tulsa. And talk about selling
0: out venues. Uh, the next category is promoter of the year. That's a tough job to uh, to push. You know, constantly, all the time, especially with local shows. To uh, tr- try to sell out a
2: local show, so let's talk about the promoters of the year yeah promoters of the year uh finalists were doc rock productions if you're in tulsa you probably know that name tracy duke she is the promoter over at westbound so she has to bring in all kinds of acts from the u.s to play at the uh, country bar there and they try to find the best in the u.s in the tulsa area you've got matt lip this guy puts his hand in a little bit of everything i've seen him throw all kinds of different shows uh, you've got uh, Steve Murdoch. As you guys might know, he's pretty uh, pretty heavily invested in the metal community. Been spreading out and doing some blues shows lately, and of course he had a stage at Rocklahoma last year. And then you've got Jimmy Wade. Jimmy Wade is your Red Dirt country guy. This guy is awesome. He is a uh, part of that Death Before Pop country crew. So uh, if you really like the, the old roots of Americana and country, this will be a guy you'd want to go see a show that he puts on. Very cool. So, up next, we have DJ of the Year. Uh, This one had five finalists, as all the categories do. I don't know why I had to specify that. (laughs) But uh, DJ of the Year, we had Ron the Wizard Williams. We had DJ Johnny Flores. We had Morgan Gannum. We had DJ Mikey B. And we had DJ Big Rich. Seen a lot of good things from all these guys. Um, I know that Ron the Wizard Williams is the uh, reigning title holder for right now, but this is a tough field this year. Next we have Radio Personality of the Year, and this is a completely new category to the awards. Um, we felt it appropriate because they are part of the music scene. Yeah, I like how this, this category got added. Yeah, it's it's just to show that, you know, some of these people try their hardest to put local music on the radio. Yeah. They really do, um, whether you believe that or not. But some of these people try their best to get us local artists onto these bigger stations, and we appreciate that greatly. So we thought it would be fun to add them into the awards and see what Tulsa thinks about... They're radio personalities. Yeah. And what they said this year were the top five are Tulsa Terra and Chubbs from 106.9 K-Hits. Those are two separate entries, but they both work together on the same morning show. Ali Shaw from 105.3 K-Jams, and she is known for putting some of our local hip-hop guys on interviews and on air on her shows. Chuck Stickle from 104.5 The Edge. I can't think of The Edge without thinking of Chuck. Mm-hmm. He's been there a while. He is a staple of that station. Yeah. And then Natalie Cash from K95.5. That is one of your good country stations here in Tulsa. They don't play a lot of the uh, newer stuff. They added in, but it is not uh, It is not a pop country station. It is real country. <laughs> so Natalie has been a part of that uh, that team for quite a while as well, so it's, it's good to see her get uh, her recognition this year. Alright, up next, the next category we're going to
0: talk about is Single of the Year. Um, all five of these songs we actually played in the earlier episodes of this mini series, so you can go back. We also talked whenever we played those songs about which ones were in Single of the Year, but we'll run through those. Um, we've got the song Cameron Diaz by Cliff Diver, We've got Love You Like by Morgan Gannom, Taking My Time by Aaron Michaels, Alive from BC and the Big Rig, and Streetlight from Branjay.
2: J. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, th- this was a cool, cool group of songs for Single of the Year, um, partly because I think it really shows how diverse Tulsa's music scene is. Yeah. Um, none of these songs sound alike. Right, they're all different genres. <laughs> all different genres, all different feels, and I think that was uh, fun to see, you know, just how many different types of music made it the single of the year for tulsa it shows how diverse we are as a city
0: which is the same thing on album ep of the year the yeah, next category them um, all different genres so you want to run those
2: down sure uh cliff diver makes another appearance with their album at your own or ep at your own risk uh born to run by boone mendenhall in god we trust by spring street career underachievers by whiskey poet society and then screaming at the moon by travis bond and the rebel souls again a group of just different people all in the same category i love it yeah Uh, so that'll move us on to music video of the year which once again shows how diverse we are because it's a it's uh, it's also the only category where one band made it in twice Ooh, who was it (laughs) well we had streetlight by brand j we had cameron diaz by cliff diver We had Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Cody Bailey and Chris Gazaway, and it featured Chloe Johns, Nick Gibson, Sarah Hutchinson, Bria Edwards, Daniel Rodriguez, and Sarah Wallman. And then you have Cliff Diver making their second appearance in music video of the year, with You, Sir, Are Obviously Not a Golfer, and the music video PBR by Gypsy Store Troubadours. And this is the first time um, in any category, whether it be single, album EP, uh, anything, that a band has made it twice in yeah. the same category. Uh, just goes to show that Cliff Diver has had a really good fan following in Tulsa this year. Yes, they have. Up next, we've got uh, Producer of the Year. Can't make any of this good music without a good producer. And the five that Tulsa decided to put up for the finalists this year were Future Ghost. Dusty Robison, Lewis Drapp, Mike Gilliland and Kendall Osborne.
0: And all those good producers gotta have a good studio to go to. So jumping over to Studio of the Year, we got Tea Garden Studios, Dirty Rotten Music Inc., Drap Studios, AMR Studio, and Harmony Sound Design.
2: Yeah, those are those are five studios that have put out some really good music here in Tulsa and glad to see them getting their due. Now if you didn't hear somebody that you think should be on this list, Make sure you go check out on the Tulsa Music Awards page, the nominee list. We leave the full nominee list up there so you can see out of the groups who made it in the top five. Because there's plenty of talent in every category. We've only
0: got one category left, and I wanted you to expand on this a little bit. Because when I first read it, I wasn't sure what it was about. It is the We Are Tulsa Music Ambassador
2: Award. Okay, so this is kind of what we took the achievement from last year. We decided to change the name of it because the whole point of the achievement award, honestly was to try to pick somebody in Tulsa. Again, this is people's vote of someone that you would be comfortable sending like to another city to represent Tulsa. Oh, okay. Um, both music wise and as a person, uh, you've, you know, to us, you had to display the qualities of somebody you'd want to send as an ambassador. Uh, you know, trustworthiness, a love for your city, a passion for music. And, um, uh, We decided to call it the We Are Tulsa Music Ambassador Award. One, we changed it from Achievement to Ambassador, which I've already talked about. But we left the We Are Tulsa Music name on there, kind of as an homage to where we started this from. Uh, You know, the first two years were called We Are Tulsa Music Awards. We decided to short it to Tulsa Music Awards, but we still wanted to have a little element of the unity we kind of made with the name originally. Right. So this was our way of doing that, was by calling it the We Are Tulsa Music Ambassador Award. Oh, okay. And we had some really, really good finalists every year for this, for Achievement. And we've got some returning this year for the uh, We Are Tulsa Music Ambassador Award. Uh, Brand J. Jackson will be up for it. Boone Mindenhall, Travis Kidd. Brandon Young. And running as a couple is Johnny and Tracy Duke. And uh, all of these people are fabulous, wonderful people. Uh, I, I love them all. I love their music. I love what they do for our scene. And honestly, any one of them would make a Fantastic ambassador for Tulsa Music. All right. Uh, one more
0: thing we wanted to touch on is um, tell us about the, the what the food bank is doing for the show. I know a portion of all the sponsorships and ticket sales are going
2: to be donated, and people can bring uh, non-perishable foods to the event, right? That is correct. So we've paired up with the Community Food Bank of Eastern Oklahoma this year. Uh, last year, our beneficiary was Make-A-Wish. This year, we did a Community Food Bank. And right now, you can still go to many of the locations. There is a list of locations on the awards website that you can drop off food. Or you can bring food with you the night of the awards. Uh, It's just a good way of letting us help the community. We've been collecting some food at the locations on the list for the last three months. And that will finally end at the beginning of April as we go start picking them up. We're trying to raise 5,000 pounds of food. Uh, That is the goal. And I hope we meet it. But yeah, on top of that, like you said, any of our ticket sales and our sponsorships that we sold, a portion of that goes back to the community food bank so that they also have cash in hand. Awesome. So we're we're really proud of that. Uh, we're really had, glad to have them on board, and uh, that's one of those things we want to continue doing in the future is making sure that we also help out our community as we do something like this. And one more thing, I wanted to talk about
0: before we get out of here: the the song that you've been hearing at the beginning and end of all these mini series episodes. Um, I want to talk to you, Roger, about the process of how you guys chose this. This song is—it's kind of the what would you call it? The, the theme, the, the theme, theme song, the theme of the Music Awards this year, and it's by a band called Odyssey. Uh, and the song name is called Green Light, and we're going to play that song. It's in its entirety
2: at the end of this episode. But how did you guys go about choosing this theme song? So we had a—we uh, tried to promote it before it ever happened, but we had a whole month where you could submit a song into our email yeah uh it had to be an mp3 format so you'd be able to use it in all kinds of stuff but uh we had about 25 submissions wow and they were really good um there were a lot of really good ones but you know when we were looking for a theme we were looking for something uplifting and trying to get people involved and it just seemed that you know this had a very catchy tune to it uh almost like a black keys feel yeah. Which we liked. Uh, it's not, definitely not the Black Keys. It's the Odyssey. They've got their own feel to it. But it had that catchiness that you're used to with them. Right. And it was a well-produced song. You could tell that it was done in a professional studio by people who knew what they were doing. And so it just had all the qualities, the catchiness, the upliftingness, the the audio quality that we were looking for. And so after we had to go through all those submissions, we had to sit down and basically keep listening to them over and over. And this is the one that really stuck with us. Cool. Yeah, and it's definitely a good pick. I like it. Yeah, and I'm super excited to get to see them play it live at the award show because if it's produced this well, I'm more of a live band person. Yeah, I like seeing live performances too. more mm-hmm. than I do listen to it on a you know an album. Yeah, so I cannot wait to see what they do with this live.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. All right, well here's the Odyssey Greenlight again. Um, you can find us on wearetulsamusicpodcast at gmail dot com if you want to reach out to us directly or uh, we are Tulsa Music on Facebook and don't forget you got to cast your votes this March for all these nominees and you can do that at tulsamusicawards.com make sure you scoop up your tickets quick to this event because there's only a couple more weeks before it
2: is here anything else you want to add man i just appreciate everybody who listened to this mini series i had a good time doing it i have a good time doing this every year i hope you found somebody new out of this that you really liked and you latch on to Because that's what the whole point of this is about, is to expose you guys to new music. Make sure you go through and give a like, of course, to the Facebook page for We Are Tulsa Music. Don't forget to do one for all these artists. It'll mean the world to them just to see one more like on their page. We appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much, and goodbye. Have a good one.